As the Rector of St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, may I welcome you very warmly to these services during the season of Advent, the time when we prepare for the coming of Christ into our world at Christmas. These online acts of worship, which we offer every Sunday, include readings, prayers and sermons that have been newly recorded, together with congregational hymns and choir items drawn from our extensive archive of recorded music. I shall be offering this act of worship on your behalf, so please join your prayers with mine. May the light and hope of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. St Paul writes, Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. A very warm welcome to St Bride's to our choral Eucharist on this, the third Sunday of Advent. Wherever you are in the world, and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. We begin by lighting the third of our Advent candles. Let us pray. We light these Advent candles to remind us of those who prepared for the coming of Christ. <coughs> the patriarchs, the prophets, John the Baptist, and the Virgin Mary. As we remember them, Lord God, help us to prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and to open our hearts to receive him. God, our Father, you called John the Baptist to prepare your people for the coming of the Lord. Help us who have been baptised into Christ to grow strong in faith by the power of the Holy Spirit. We ask this through Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Blessed be God forever.
almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. When the Lord comes, he will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Therefore, in the light of Christ, let us confess our sins. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen.
Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at your first coming sent your messenger to prepare your way before you, grant that the ministers and stewards of your mysteries may likewise so prepare and make ready your way by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at your second coming to judge the world, we may be found an acceptable people in your sight, for you are alive and reign with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading is taken from Isaiah chapter 61, beginning at the first verse. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good tidings to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the broken-hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. They shall build up the ancient ruins, they shall rise up the former devastations, they shall repair the ruined cities and the devastations of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice, I hate robbery and wrong. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations, and their offspring in the midst of the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord, my soul shall exult in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation, he has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The epistle is taken from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 5, beginning at the 16th verse. Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophesying, but test everything. Hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you wholly, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came for testimony to bear witness to the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. And this is the testimony of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed. He did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. They said to him then, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord as the prophet Isaiah said. Now, they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one whom you do not know. Even he who comes after me, 
the thong of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. This took place in Bethany, beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. This is the Gospel of the Lord. May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. One of the consolations of the past year, when so many of our usual celebrations have been disrupted, have been those occasions of fresh insight. It's so easy to travel through the Christian year on automatic pilot, but this has been a year like no other. In any other year, most of us are approaching that point of peak busyness in the run-up to Christmas, with the round of parties and carol services in full swing. The traditional Advent observance of these four Sundays sits alongside those anticipatory festivities. We are aware as we journey through Advent that we move through parallel tracks of time, we await the birth of Christ in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, and we await his coming again in glory to judge both the living and the dead. We know that our experience of Christmas present will have a very particular quality this year. We're in the midst of an extended period of waiting as we look forward to the arrival of a vaccine in the spring to free us from our bondage, the extent to which we can reasonably be expected to await our release is the subject of much debate, along with the cost of any premature celebration. Perhaps our present circumstances can offer particular insights in this Advent season not through replicating our usual behaviour or even its patterns as far as we are able in our virtual lives, but rather in accepting the losses, uncertainties and failings of this time and trusting in God's redemption and quickening spirit. The Indian author and activist Arundhati Roy has referred to the pandemic as a portal the tragedy is immediate, real, epic and unfolding before our eyes, she says. But it isn't new. It's the wreckage of a train that has been careering down the track for years. Coronavirus has made the mighty kneel and brought the world to a halt like nothing else could. Our minds are still racing back and forth, longing for a return to normality trying to stitch our future to our past and refusing to acknowledge the rupture. But the rupture exists. And in the midst of this terrible despair, it offers us a chance to rethink the doomsday machine that we have built for ourselves. Nothing could be worse than a return to normality. Historically, she continues, Pandemics have forced humans to break with the past and imagine their world anew. This one is no different. It is a portal, a gateway between one world and the next. We can choose to walk through it, dragging the carcasses of our prejudice and hatred, our avarice, our data banks and dead ideas, our dead rivers and smoky skies behind us. Or... We can walk through it lightly, with little luggage, ready to imagine another world. As we sit in the darkness of this season, we may begin to discern the coming of another kingdom and our place in its birthing. We are called not to a breadth of experience in these days, as is so frequently our way, but to a depth of experience. In this year of death, when we are reminded nightly of that grim count of lives lost, we might return again to those last four things that are often the subject of Advent reflection, death and judgment, 
heaven and hell. Mark Oakley, who is now Dean of St John's College, Cambridge, suggests that having faced the pressure of these last nine months, it is now time to judge how we have responded. And we can ask of heaven and hell, where have we lived in these months? Which have we worked for? Pondering these questions in God's presence may provide interior illumination. We come to recognise that our desires and longings are mixed up and out of shape. We have confused needs and wants, and we are unable to heal ourselves. As we come face to face with our lack of authenticity and the creations of our self-absorption, we may fear God, not because he is fearsome, but because he is real and we are not. Yet, as Mark puts it, we have nothing to fear. It may be embarrassing to face our shortcomings, but it's also liberating because we are nevertheless loved unconditionally. Sit then in darkness, in faithful anticipation. Richard Carter Associate Vicar at St. Martin in the Fields, writes in his book, The City is My Monastery. We plan the holiday in advance, but the holy day is today. The monks knew the ancient wisdom of giving each part of the day to God so that they tasted the height, breadth and depth of God's presence. The coming of light, the hopes and struggles of the day the intensity of noon, the shadows of evening, bringing the toil to an end, food and refreshment, the silence and darkness of the night. But we no longer notice the movements of the sun. We do not see the sky, just the screen. We have used the remote and become remote. We who have no time for God have become time's prisoners, we have pulled the curtains on the sun and moon and have closed the windows so that we no longer smell the rain or breathe the air of the changing seasons. We have been given this treasure beyond price and we have scarcely noticed it. In each person, there is a portion of solitude which no human intimacy can ever fill. Yet you are never alone. Let yourselves be plummeted to the depths and you will see that in your heart of hearts, in the place where no two people are alike, Christ is waiting for you and what you never dared hope for springs to life. Amen. Let us now stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the Scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. 
we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have promised to hear the prayers of those who ask in faith. We pray for all your church throughout the world, for all who lead in worship, in prayer and in praise, for all who teach and inspire, for all who minister in love and understanding. Bless all your bishops, priests and deacons. Bless all church workers and volunteers. Bless all who make up the family of the church, made one through the baptism of water and the Holy Spirit. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for your world, a world united by tragedy and disaster, by the horrors of war and terrorism, or the destruction of nature. But where the divide between poverty and wealth continues to grow. Bless and protect all who work for peace and justice, for aid workers and all the emergency services, educators, scientists and environmentalists. Bless all who volunteer their services or raise money and awareness for charities. And in this, the journalist church, we pray for all who work to keep us informed as events unfold and through their investigations as we strive to create a better future. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. We pray for this community of St Brides, for Fleet Street and the City of London, for all who connect with this church, who gather within her walls to worship, who join us from their homes, for all who find here their own space, a space for joy, a space for music, a space to gather, a space to be alone, a space to pray. Bless the church officers, the musicians, the Guild of St. Bride, and all who bring us together to sing your praise. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. We pray for all who work to fight against sickness and disease, especially giving thanks for the hope being brought about by the COVID vaccines. Praying thanks for the medics and scientists, nurses and all ancillary staff who continue to care for our sick throughout this extended period of the pandemic. Bless and strengthen all who are suffering at this time and all who love and care for them and comfort those whose lives are drawing to a close. Lord, in your mercy. Hear, hear our prayer. We remember all who have passed this earthly life, giving thanks for the time shared, whether long or brief. Remembering those who we have worked with, played with, laughed with and cried with. Those who have been our friends, our companions, our partners, and formed our families. All those who we have loved and hold now in our hearts and in the safety of your care. Hear us as we remember those who have died in faith and grant us with them a share in your eternal kingdom. 
Lord, in your mercy. Hear, Hear our, our prayer. Merciful Father, accept, accept these, these prayers, prayers for the sake, sake of, of your Son, Son our, our Saviour, Saviour Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen. Will you please stand? In the tender mercy of our God, the day spring from on high shall break upon us to give light to those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. It is indeed right, it is our duty and our joy, 
at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. And now we give you thanks because you sent him to redeem us from sin and death and to make us inheritors of everlasting life, that when he shall come again in power and great triumph to judge the world, we may with joy behold his appearing and in confidence may stand before him. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing.
accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood. Who, in the same night that he was betrayed, took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us.
Let us pray. We give you thanks, O Lord, for these heavenly gifts. Kindle in us the fire of your Spirit, that when your Christ comes again, we may shine as lights before his face, who is alive and reigns now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. Christ, the Son of Righteousness, shine upon you, scatter the darkness from before your path, and make you ready to meet him when he comes in glory. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. 